What's going on, guys? Welcome to IVG Podcast number 53. I'm Nash. I'm Sam. Hey, guys. I'm Gagan. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up, guys? <laughs> Trust me, it was a milestone, like, uh, saying my name properly after having a couple of drinks right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. So, this time's podcast has, has like, a lot of content to discuss. Uh, but before we jump into all the next-gen hype, Sam, you want to just quickly update them on the show showcase winners? Dude, actually, like our that. content is just PS5 for this one. I don't next think we have any other content. Next but gen. a lot of PS5. PS5 stuff. is next But gen. yeah, before before we before we get to that, uh, just a quick update on the IBG showcase. Uh, we've just completed uh, month two of the showcase. Uh, the poll the uh, the poll we ran is completed, and the winner is Cold War, who had uh, sent in an entry uh, from Overwatch. So, like, very cool, uh, very cool entry, and uh, so he wins a copy of Marvel's Avengers. Congrats, dude! And uh, uh, so, and now we're now we by the time this podcast goes out, we will have begun month three of the showcase, and this this month they're giving away a copy of Watch Dogs Legion again, Ooh, nice. uh, PS4 nice. or Xbox One, and therefore also next gen. Uh, once that happens, <laughs> another but, next gen uh, game, so, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like always, uh, share your gameplay clips, put them up on the forums, and uh, as always, we'll pick the best five, and then people will vote for the best one. So, Sam, I know you've been happy, bro. You've been pretty happy. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I mean, speaking of the showcase, uh, I mean, we've all been waiting for when Sony is finally going to... like break the silence on price, release date, and all of that, and we got all of that at last last night showcase, and it was surprisingly short, and it was to the point. There wasn't any filler. There was no like dev talk. There was there was a little dev talk, but it was like Very just to introduce the game, yeah, or to announce something. Like for example, the uh, the COD Alpha, which was an announcement that uh, the Ravens the Raven software guy came and announced. So it was mostly just. Trailer, trailer, bam, 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 bam. Like a lot, lot of gameplay as well. Like Miles Morales gameplay. There was uh, Call of Duty campaign uh, gameplay. Demon Souls gameplay was there as well. Uh, but yeah, the biggest announcement, of course, was the consoles, uh, the prices and release dates. So again, we don't have Indian price for either of the PS5 SKUs yet. Uh, but Sony did announce uh, in the US is going to be... 500 bucks for the the regular edition and 400 bucks for the Discless. digital edition yeah uh, which is uh, clo- was pretty much what many people were expecting uh, there was some talk of them going 450 350 or th- or stuff like that but yeah i don't think uh, this is so this is pretty much now this is going to be neck neck and neck with xbox series x uh, so firstly what do you guys think of the pricing the pricing is really good, man. I mean, if you're going to, uh, if you want a budget console, and you have the option of spending, say, thirty-five thousand bucks on the Xbox Series S, or forty thousand bucks, if it comes to forty thousand, on the discless edition of the fully powered PS4, the next-gen console, and all, man, I mean, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> you would go for that in India. Why would you even look at the Xbox Series S? So you're saying go digital. I mean, yeah, digital is not really that big an issue at this point. You know, I mean, backwards compatibility, I love that feature, but it can be a bit overrated at times. You know, I mean, like, uh, the thing is, first of all, I don't even know how good the backwards compatibility is going to be on PS5 because they have not really been very, like, you know, open about it. And uh, secondly, it's fine, man. I I still have the PS4 Pro for all for the games that run natively on it. I mean, and if there is uh, if there is a need for something that is upscaled for the next-gen console, I don't think it's going to cost that much to pick it up again. You know, it's like it's going to be at a discounted price anyway, considering looking at how the PlayStation Store works. So I don't think it's going to be that big a drawback for me. But the other issue is, I mean, if you're not interested in buying games at launch, then that's fine. But if you are looking to buy games at launch and like new games, also uh, first-party games are now going to be $70. And so that could be close yeah. to five grand in India. So yeah. And that that kind of, so when you go digital only, you you kind of don't have the option to go to, to, to used games or mm-hmm. to borrow from people. Or that kind of completely is cut off for you as an option as well. So that, that's that's there. I mean, and also, you save and also you're, you're paying 10 grand, you're, playing, you're paying 10 grand less, but also uh, that... 
both consoles still have the same 825 gig uh, hard uh, SSD. So uh, the discs might save you some space, but if you're if, if you're going digital, then you, it's going to occupy a lot of space. Like my P like my PS4 Pro with one TB, I'm deleting stuff all the time to install new stuff. So no, but, I think that could be an issue as well. Yeah. And I think for both PS5 and Xbox Series X expansions are going to be really expensive for storage because it's custom storage. Absolutely. So that's going to be an issue as well. So no, the, the, the thing is that, see, first of all, I don't think any game is going to be running off disk. I think the disk is going to be used only for authentication because if they're talking about zero load times and all that, that's not going to be possible if the disk is going to be spinning inside the console at all times. I mean, for any kind of content. So I think it's going to install the entire game on your uh, on your NVMe drive anyway. But uh, yeah, see, I mean, definitely disk edition has some advantages. Like you go to Amazon also, you will see that the physical editions of a lot of games are actually cheaper than the digital editions on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, it does uh, make uh, quite a bit of a difference actually going on. Yeah, Sony first party does price... I think they've 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 now matched it, but especially earlier there was a there was a lower price for uh, digital than physical. Yeah, but even then I think uh, yeah I think that's the only thing the only the only point to consider with uh, with the physical edition versus the digital edition. Whether yeah you... yeah, it's, I mean it definitely there's no doubt that the disc edition opens up a lot more avenues for you. But uh, see, I mean like seeing my recent pattern, I've been going completely digital with just about everything so far because number one is the space. I really don't have space to keep anything else. I've been giving away games. I've been like uh, giving away a lot of my swag, but because just to make space for uh, the newer stuff and all. So it just doesn't, I mean, like for long term, uh, like keeping it just does not make sense for me. And plus, uh, I, I think it's very inconvenient for me to just go looking around for a particular disc every time I want to play a particular uh, game, you know, rather than just get downloaded off the thing. So I think I'm a person like me is fine with it, but I do see the value in uh, having the disc edition. And obviously, you get other options as well. Like it becomes a complete entertainment system in case you want to play Blu-rays and all in case you're that kind of a person. Like, I don't know, that must be like 1% of the people buying it. <laughs> but I mean, you have options at least. But you know, coming back to the price, I mean, they've not announced the price for India, so we can only speculate. But I mean, uh, Xbox Series X is at forty nine nine ninety. So let's even if we yeah. assume the PS Five is going to be at, at also at forty nine nine ninety for the for, for the disc edition. Uh, so that that would, so you would assume then that if you cut off ten thousand bucks from that, then the, then the, then the PS Four PS Five digital edition would be for about forty k. Uh, but I was just thinking, what if they decide, like, for example, the PS4 Pro uh, came out in India at a, at a very odd price of 37, sorry, 47. 47? No, no, no. It was, I think. No, sorry, 37, yeah. 37, 990. So it was like a very in-between price. It wasn't 35, it wasn't 40. Right. So if if Sony can, just to, just to kind of undercut Microsoft, if they could go lower than 50 for the ps5 i think that that might be really cool and therefore also if they could for the digital edition not have a 5k difference because the because the xbox series s is, is for about 35 so rather than keep the ps5 at 40 the digital edition they could kind of see do something like 37 and then kind of push people like people people who are on the fence about the series s might just go for the ps5 digital edition i think if if they can kind of swing that that'll be really cool yeah yeah and it's just very weird that microsoft actually priced it at thirty-five thousand uh, bucks in india it's just i mean that that, that yeah. price just does not make sense for something that's powered like just like this you know i mean like it's powered no and and globally the whole the whole marketing line is that look we want next gen to be affordable exactly and that's by 299 but when you when you bring it when you bring it to india 35 grand it's not affordable yeah 35 grand is like a lot of money that you're paying for something like this and if ps uh charges for i mean forty thousand bucks for the distance edition then xbox series s is dead in the water man i mean that's like the entry point into uh, next gen gaming and it's not going to be selling because it's just ridiculously priced out here. It's just weird. Yeah. But Nash, how about you speak? Uh, dude, <laughs> I basically, dude, I honestly, I get, I got nothing much to add to the hardware. These discussions because for me, it's all about the games. But I am gonna buy the disc version because for me, that's the only 
disk I have in my house, you know, weirdly. Uh, I don't have a working drive on my uh, PC. And the other day, I think my wife wanted to watch something and she gave me a DVD. And I'm like, what the fuck is going to play this? And my PS4 actually played this. So for me, I have a couple of Blu-rays. I have a couple of old PS4 games, a lot of which are getting, uh, which are getting the upgrade. So I'm definitely down with the yeah, disc and it, it does make sense, man. And the thing is that having a disc player in the house <laughs> makes sense. And that's what's my uh, Xbox Series X is going to be eventually. Yeah, because, dude, what else has... Because, you know, it's a weird thing that is... Because since everything's so digital right now, the other day I was just thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, I got nothing that has a disc drive in my house, dude. Yeah. Like, except for my PS4. But you know what? Like I mean, the very rare instances that people actually come up with discs to watch to begin with. Like, most other things are, that you want to buy, you might as well... I mean, not buy, want to watch. They are, You might as well just watch it on your Apple TV. You have that, right? So, you can just rent it there. And I do, it. I do. And I'm pretty much, like I said, I've pretty much embraced digital yeah. for now. And thanks to Geo, I can afford to do it. But I always like to have, like, this backup of sorts because there have been times when my net's kind of been down and I've played a game and... Uh, you know, and I couldn't right. download or an update a game or whatever. So I kind of play it off the so, disc you know what itself, I mean, we, are, you know? we are nicely assuming uh, that like, yes, I'll pick up this edition. I'll pick up that edition of the PS5. Now the big question is, are there going to be enough units in India? But also the, the one interesting fact is that a lot of people were speculating and there are, these are guys who actually know about the manufacturing process and all of, and, and the whole supply chain. They're saying that uh, even once it's out, uh, like the the ratio of physical units versus the digital console is going to be very skewed. So you're going to see far fewer digital edition consoles on sale as a, as opposed to physical editions. Uh, this is also partly because a lot of retailers are not keen to to keep a digital only console because that means that they don't get any any yeah. repeat business for games. Um, now Jim Ryan, who's the head of Sony PlayStation, had an interview out. Uh, I think on games industry, uh, so shortly after the showcase, and he was like, you know what? No, we have a great, we have a great relationship with all the retailers. They sell uh, PSN cards and whatnot. They make money that way. But I mean, I can see retailers not wanting to sell a digital only console. Yeah, makes um, makes sense. I mean, GameStop has been shutting stores left, right, and center. And I think it's just recent, uh, recently that they shut down around a hundred more stores or something in the US. And uh, yeah, I mean, it is a real issue with them. Yeah. Dude, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like Sam, you probably know this better, but I don't think India has embraced digital that much, right? Because like I still see a lot of people doing second-hand games, trading games. I, I blame FUPs, man. The FUPs are ridiculous people. in this country. And and obviously the shitty-ass FUPs. And if you play a fucking game like COD, like every update is like some 30 GB and it's, it's yeah. ridiculous, dude. Like... I don't think this will work very well. Here. So interestingly, I, I, I spoke with the head of PlayStation India a couple of months ago and he was telling me about how uh, how uh, they've kind of fed in the lockdown period and they say, and he's telling me how when, when stores were shut and there was no e-commerce also, like they really saw a spike in the digital game sales. I mean, people didn't have a choice. If you wanted oh, really? to buy games, you had to go digital. Yeah. Uh, and of course, now, now there are other ways to buy games other than using your card on PS. And you can actually go to Games the Shop, and you can uh, you, you you can actually get digital codes for PS and stuff and all that. So uh, so what you were saying is that uh, digital game sales really picked up uh, during lockdown. And then what happened once 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 e-commerce began is they saw the physical sales like skyrocket. So I think uh, and he, and he was saying that you know digital sales haven't like dropped and completely dropped off. But I think uh, physical is still really, really popular in India. Uh, but I think people are coming around to digital more now. Uh, obviously, because it's partly because now people have more F like higher speeds, FUPs are more generous or unlimited uh, completely. Exactly. Uh, and people are more comfortable paying online. I feel uh, like if like if you have a card, then pe people are more more happy paying. But yeah, physical still rules in India. Um, but. Bro, I'll also give you an example. I think I was having this discussion with uh, Snake or someone of the others. It's about also like convenience, right? Because there are some guys, now there's the pandemic, but there was an issue. Like the guys I know were like really excited to play uh, Last of Us 2 and play Ghost of Tsushima, right? And um, generally, they would go to the mall and pick up the game or whatever. And because of the pandemic, it was kind of like an issue. So they didn't want to risk it and they bought it, downloaded it and played it as soon as it unlocked. So I think it also depends on how kind of horny you are to kind of play a particular game 
can you wait for yeah. a day or two? And also, like if you remember, Gosa Sushima was not available physically in India for a pretty long time after launch. It's so yeah. like really, really fast. Right. And this happened with the Marvel's Avengers as well. You know, I, mean, I wanted to pick it up actually just one day before its actual launch. And I went to games the shop uh, online, and over there it was completely sold out when I wanted to pick it up. So I ended up buying the digital edition of the game instead. But yeah, I mean, it, it does happen. I mean, physical copies do sell out a lot faster here. Because I think with the digital pre-orders, you're guaranteed that no matter what happens, day and date, you're going to play the game, especially now with most of them offering pre-loads, right? But with physical, there's that little risk, I feel. And it's not even like any other, there's a massive price difference. Because if I'm not mistaken, they yeah, both I mean, are almost like the same. Yeah, I mean, on launch day, they both are exactly the same. Yeah. Right. And okay. no, the thing yeah. is that, see, a lot of uh, gamers do this. I mean, like, you know, they just buy the game in physical edition. They play it for a week, finish it off, just about do whatever it is they want in it. And then they like put it up again for sale in second hand for around uh, 20% of the actual price, like 15 to 20% of the actual price. And people are more than willing to pick it up for that discounted rate because the game is still quite new. And uh, those guys also make their money back. You know? So the second hand market does make a lot of these decisions i <clears throat> sorry i actually see that happening a lot more with uh, this next gen right oh, now yeah. given the prices and also if a game's like a five hour campaign right and if you're let's say example one of you guys pick up cod because you guys are really excited about black ops you finish the campaign in five hours you give multiplayer shot not your seed what are you going to do with the disc right so the other the, the other big part of the announcement was the was the was the launch date uh, which uh, so that's the big thing that the people are confused about in India because uh, on the showcase they said they said that you know it's coming on November twelfth to a handful of countries which is the more prominent more important countries the US UK Japan and all of that and rest of the world was was November nineteenth so you assume India will be part of that and of course even the PlayStation.com website for India was updated with November nineteenth yeah but not but there's been no official communication from Sony India at all about ps5 whether launch date price nothing uh and this website actually is not uh controlled by sony india it's, it's basically a centralized global website which has been updated centrally not by by anybody sitting in india so that date update might not be accurate it could be but it it may not also be so uh there's a bit of confusion about that and no retailers have any information from sony and but didn't you also say that there's some specific test products have to go through before they yeah, are allowed to be sold? Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah. So, so when Sony announced the the, the launch, the the launch date globally, they had they had this asterisk that said that you know, for in some countries, it might it might be subject to import regulations. Now in India, the import regulations are like there's two there's two parts to it. One is that any hardware product, the tech product that's sold in India, whether it's a smartphone or an accessory. Uh, it needs to go through this certification called BSI certification. Hmm. Now, BSI basically means that uh, before it can launch here, Sony would need to send both the console SKUs, every accessory that they plan to sell to India to get it certified by the government here. So, uh, now all the all the, all the, all the, uh, the tech brands do it already. Uh, so, they would need to do that. And also, once that is done and it's approved for sale in India, then... Uh, they would need to ship the consoles to India early enough that it can go through import to the import duty, custom duty process and come out in time to be actually put in stores on launch day. Uh, so I think that's going to be a big challenge for Sony. Dude, when you put it this way, when you make it sound this way, I don't think it's going to come on time because how how long is this approval process, this BSI approval process? I don't process? know. So it's, it's become a lot quicker now because now you start, start seeing also Apple launching their phones along with global yeah, launch date. So, it's so not, it's I, not I'm be sure it's been bad. streamlined. Yeah. It won't be that bad, but okay. the thing is, Sony India's track record isn't great either. Like, uh, they haven't been... They haven't, so none of the earlier consoles came to India on time. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if... I think, so based on the track record, I don't think it's... Uh, like, it could get pushed, I think, from November 19th. If not on 19th, at least close to that. Now, how close to that is going to depend on how... Sony India can kind of work on, work behind the scenes to make sure that they get everything in advance. Yeah, that's that's actually a really huge question. And over that, uh, like you know that like as soon as it launches abroad, you, like there's gonna it's gonna be available in the Indian grey market, which is going to be another source of getting these consoles. And the grey market prices are gonna be like completely exaggerated. As in, you probably people are gonna end up buying the console at double the price just to be the early adopters or the 
the most value. Dude, do you remember yeah. when we were in Tech 2 and the PS3 launched and we got the PS3 in grey? Do you remember how much we paid for our first PS3? I, I think quite a lot, man. I mean, Dude, I remember world. exactly how much we paid for it. It was, a lack. it was around 95,000, no. bro. What? Are you serious? 95,000? <laughs> bro, Warren picked it up 70. from, I think, Crawford Market for 95 fucking grand. And I was like, bro. Dude, CNBC paid for it. <laughs> sure, sure. And 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 uh, and I remember playing... Uh, dude, what is that launch game for the PS3, dude? The Heavenly Sword. Not Heavenly Sword? Which one? Dead Rising, we played... We played uh, Lair. Lair. No, Dead Rising Lair. was launched for Xbox. Oh, right, 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 right. No, no, dude, right. Resistance. I remember playing fucking Resistance, Resistance dude. Resistance. Oh, man, what a shit game that was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I see what is... Dude, but here's what I don't understand, bro. So, like, coming back to this whole topic. Now, Sony India is not new to these whole approval processes, right? Now, they yeah. obviously have seen the hype for PlayStation. They they know India as PlayStation country. I'm saying work a little better, work a little backwards, get a little more clarity in advance. You know your country has these fucking rules and restrictions. Don't start winging it last minute, dude. The guys are going to get a little fried here, man. Yeah, but from what so Sam I know is saying... That then- I Sorry, know that bro. they're trying because they've been trying. They've actually been working on this for a while. It's not happening that because they, they also watched it with us and they, they came to know that the date, what the dates are exactly. last night. But they've From been working behind the scenes for a while. It seems that the European guys are controlling this a lot more than the Indian guys uh, directly. So if they don't get units, it's like it is what it is for them. <laughs> And yeah, so so even Sony, so I mean, the thing is, that it's a global launch, right? So even yeah. Sony globally will have some priority markets and India won't, is not one of them. But if they decide that, so I actually saw uh, an interview of Jim Ryan's, uh, the same one from Games Industry, where he said that, you know, uh, in this generation, one thing that we want to do is, is kind of grow our market in some geographies where we haven't done so well, where there's potential for us to do better. Mm-hmm. He didn't name countries, but I can see India being one of those. So if you want, if if globally they want to see India getting a bit more priority and getting more prominence, then this is a good way to make it happen by by making sure that they kind of work with the Sony India team to make sure that they get the units yeah, out. And, and if they to want India to grow India, now. shouldn't they have given India like a heads up? Like I'm sure globally they knew. Like if they if they if they unveil the launch date to us yesterday, I'm sure they would have known about it beforehand. Like get India in the process beforehand so we can make our provision accordingly right so i have a question sorry i have a question now how is this not affecting microsoft because won't they fall under the same things yet they came out with like a price that exactly and everything so exactly my point too. so basically microsoft has also said that they, that, that they will launch uh, xbox series x along with the global launch right. so they will also have to go through the same bis stuff the same import stuff so if they can do it sony can do it right. and sony in fact is a much bigger hardware company they, like this is what they do like, yeah. like, like for Xbox, like this is one of their few hardware products. And they even, and they even and announced an Indian price. So, so even though I'm not buying an Xbox, I gotta give Microsoft India props because at least day and date they dropped it and they're like, you know what, dude, Indian gamers, if you want the Xbox, this is the date, this is the price. Sony is now gonna be like fucking MIA, dude, till they come up with yeah. an answer and people are going yeah. nuts like this. Yeah, exactly. man. I just hope that we get so, it. Yeah, soon. I hope we get a Xbox. pre-order soon. If Xbox can do it, PS5 should be able to do it. But uh, and I mean, given how and let's, huh? I'm saying given how popular PlayStation is in India, I'm I'm pretty sure someone should have like anticipated this bum rush that's gonna happen, dude. Like, yeah. I see also, a lot unfortunately, of... one 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 issue that could possibly be at play is that uh, India doesn't have a PlayStation division. Uh, so globally, there's uh, Ski, which is Sony Computer Entertainment, and uh, sorry, it's now Sony Interactive Entertainment now. But yeah. uh, so back, so until a few years ago, we did have an, uh, a division in uh, an office in India, but now it's entirely controlled by Sony India. So there is some disconnect there, I'm sure, that's happening between Sony India and PlayStation Europe. So that was pretty much what the announcements were for as far as the consoles go, the launch date and the, and, and the pricing. Uh, but the but also besides the console, there was a lot of games that were shown at the showcase. And the first game that that they kind of began the showcase with was Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. Now, I have no idea about this. Me neither. Franchise <laughs> at all. So I think, Dagan, this is on you. I I have an idea about the franchise, but I don't give a shit. Why are we even talking about Final Fantasy 15 when they showed Miles Morales? Man, who's gonna buy the 16? 16. Sorry, who's gonna buy the console for Final Fantasy 16 and? 
I know some people actually who are really excited about a it. A lot of people. Yeah, do dude, people. but come on, man. But I'll tell you something, dude. Like like Gagan was saying, dude, the Miles Morales demo was the shit. I fucking dude, enjoyed it. Was, it also, was, did you guys awesome. notice a ray tracing on that uh, on that Harlem clip? <laughs> I did not because I don't see ray tracing. Okay, when they were walking through all the booths and everything, when he was talking about his mom being uh, standing for elections and all. Right. You right. saw the puddles on the street, right? With all the real-time reflections. Yeah, yeah. So when That's people when people were actually moving in the scene, you could see them move in the reflections as well in real time. So right. that's what the ray tracing was about, man. So that okay. it, it was really really nice. No, and I dude from dude, me, the action on the everything, the action, oh, shit, the dude, that was so good. Dude, but I have to give it to Insomniac. If you remember when they were hyping Spider Man, the the you know the whole chase and that chopper battle was yeah. fucking hype, and yeah. and you could actually play that. So this is going to be a fully playable set so, piece, and I'm like really excited for it. So dude. I mean, like you guys remember, right? Like just yesterday we were having this conversation in which I was saying like, "Fuck PlayStation Five, I'm going to go for the Xbox uh, Series X first and shit like that." And then you know we were talking about maybe how many of us are going to be booking these consoles and all. And I said, "Yeah, just just the two of you right. guys." And as soon as I saw the bridge sequence. That's when I messaged Sam. Okay, make that three. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Dude, it, it was just so good, man. I mean, I couldn't So, remember. I've also read that if you buy the Ultimate Edition, it'll have uh, what they call a remastered version. What's that going to contain of Spider-Man? That's going to be the Spider-Man, the full game, the PS4 game, yeah. as well as Miles Morales uh, for the PS5. No, but what is Spider-Man? What kind of updates will they give Spider-Man to the PS5 in the PS5? So they said now that the game is going to come with uh, 4K 60 FPS support. I don't know if it's 4K and 60 or 4K. No, it, it is going to be 4, 4K and 60 uh, FPS uh, for the older Spider-Man game. The newer Miles Morales one is going to be 60, but maybe not at 4K because I think that was under discussion. I don't think it was clarified. Ever. Because it would be kind of jarring to go 4K 60 and then play 4K 30. That would be kind of weird. Right. So yeah, I mean the older Spider-Man game is definitely running at 4K 60, and uh, the load times. I think that might be 60 long. for miles, and they might like top the resolution if required. Uh, that they uh, that they might not top the frame rate. I think for miles. But the other the other really impressive uh, like game for me was the Black Ops uh, Cold War yeah. uh, campaign. Yeah. That game showed. is well, looking that was so also- good. So good. Yeah, so good. Like, the action seemed like very very like like. Like, like Rajnikanth level, like over the top. Yeah, but dude, like, that's like so. In fact, Treyarch are known for like their killer fucking set pieces. You remember the set piece yeah. in Black Ops, right? You fucking swinging from a chopper while it's falling. No, no, down no, no. The, like see, the car chase was fine. I'm seeing the part before the very shooting guys like grabbing yeah, them, shooting them in the like, head. You know, before he gets on the car, that kind of shit. Yeah, exactly. Before he gets on the car, there's this one kill that he does where he stabs the guy in the head and then he shoots him and with then the he pistol. shoots his head. Like, yeah, what the dude. Fuck, dude? <laughs> that was that was like double tap to the next level, dude. Exactly. But you know what I found a little funny? You know what I found a little funny? And there's a small meme about this. He put the grenade in the guy, he throws the guy, and then he shoots the barrel. I'm like, bro, let the guy just blow up and fucking blow the barrel up, dog. Dude, this what? guy does not want sending, to save bullets. Like he is like sending a message, dude. Like I loved it, bro. Like and everyone's like obviously making like a small meme on it. Like, yeah, the guy is playing on like easy difficulty. But dude, that's because you can't show off all these moves on like a tougher difficulty right the AI would just fucking yeah. kill you right then and there but yeah, I loved yeah. what I saw dude in fact did you guys see like the whole sniper elite kind of like bullet camp following yeah, yeah, yeah. the fucking yeah, bullet that was awesome. dude, my jam dude yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. wait, bro. In fact, this this beta is sadly multiplayer only. I mean, not sadly. I mean, it is multiplayer only. I wish the they alpha. had included like a small sliver of the campaign or zombies or something, bro. I need that. I need that shit. Nice. So, did you guys see Deathloop though? The Dishonored, the guys, the 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 guys who make Dishonored, their new game. Dude, I feel like the game looks the same in every trailer they show. It is, yeah. And and the thing is that I feel it's going to really work for the guys who enjoyed Dishonored. Because Dishonored and I think all their games at the end of the day are about giving players a sandbox. And you can play the sandbox by just shooting and moving from A to B. But if you see some of like the guys who really play all the systems at Dishonored, dude, it looks like a different game from what you and I are playing. And that's what their games do very well. Prey, another game which which was made by them, had this kind of sandboxy elements into it. Where, you know, it really depends on your creativity. But you know what? It doesn't work very well as a trailer. So, it's like, I think yeah, these, these are one, one of those games that are much better to play than actually watch. You know what they should do, actually, in these games? So, there are the couple of guys who are very well-known in the community who make excellent fucking, uh, uh, you know, gameplay 
videos showing off all the things they should have these guys just go nuts and show right. that off like i would watch that yeah i'm yeah. not i'm not like fully sold as well like for me i was like mm, okay but i feel this, these guys always come through dude their gameplay is top notch and their world building is fucking amazing dude i don't know if you guys have played the dishonored series but those are two of my favorite games i played the like, first one i never played the second one though it's really good dude like the amount of options you have at your disposal right and yeah. if you're creative like i said if you know how to game the system dude it's insane we by the way completely missed out on hogwarts man what, what what's with that <laughs> i was going to come to that oh. because that's going to be you again no no yeah because i don't, I don't give a fuck I... about hogwarts <laughs> dude my kid loved it man she was like screaming i should have woke her up early in the yeah, morning so and i was this watch this <laughs> she's like oh, what oh, i do oh, like the game it looked kind of good though and i think it's like an rpg like a and it's made by uh, and it's made by avalanche dude so Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah it didn't yeah. look bad at all and it's set in 1800s which is like way before that whole harry potter time so you know i mean like it might be a fun new story to explore who's it being made who's it being distributed by is it sony or this warner warner right okay warner yeah so it looks nice man i mean like i i saw some massive frame rate dips though in certain parts and all like there was this flying over some bridge sequence and all where i think it was yeah, I, i remember like the bridge sequence but then the weird thing is when the guy was battling like some giant monster dude the frame rate it was yeah it was locked in that and when like the bricks were like um, moving and shit was happening maybe because of physics or whatever extra Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know why they included that uh, low frame rate. I also, I also really dig, uh, dug, dug, yeah, dug the Resident Evil Village trailer. Look, cool, oh, dude, that game looks so good, man. But I'm never gonna play it. I actually enjoyed <laughs> yeah. RE7, dude. You know what? It's one of those games you can play with your significant other. I'll say that, dude. Like, let them just sit there and watch, and like, it's a fucking. It's like, it's like awesome, bro. But yeah, so that uh, leaves just uh, one game, one game for us to kind of cover, and. And it was, I mean, so God of War. Uh, I mean, like imagine the showcases are all about PS5 launch date and price, and they actually leave God of War as like the big bombshell at the end. Like yeah. that's how big God of War is now. Yeah, uh, so God of but, War was but, always but, yeah, big, was, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, but dude, it actually was a bigger announcement than the actual launch date and price of the PS5. Dude, they, they kept God of War for the last. Like imagine how right. big that is for them to keep that te- that teaser for the end. You know what? I mean. Because yeah. remember a few podcasts back, I said the same thing when we were discussing the earlier Sony showcase, and I'm like, dude, just like you know, if they would have just showed the God of War logo in the end, that would have mm-hmm. been hyped to buy the PS5, and they did exactly yeah. that, dude. I think they listened to yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> But my so the moment they announced the date as 2021, my first thought was like, is this like a Miles Morales type of expansion? Because that would really suck if it's not a full no, God of War sequel. Oh, no, I hope not. Because it's too soon for them to, for me, like I feel it's too soon for them to come up to come with an entirely new, like a full sequel to the to you know the what, what, game. But Santa Monica does not do those kind of things. I mean, as far as I know, I've never seen any game from them in which, is, which has just been a, like a little expansion here or there or something like that. I think they have been coming up with so, like complete games. It's been three time. years, bro. Not very. And yeah, it's been enough time. I'm sure they got enough time, dude. Like I would fucking be down with some new God of War, bro. Yeah. Speaking of God of War, so God of War the 2018 version and a bunch of other PS4 games are going to be given away as PS5 games, games to PS Plus guys, Members. right? So as soon as you buy the console, you have all these games like Uncharted 4, God of War, right. you have Mortal Kombat, you have 10, Batman you as have, well, dude. Yeah, Arkham Knight and all these right. other PS4 games. To play Last of Us, the and and some third parties like like, like Battlefield One, Arkham Knight, uh, right. Persona Five, RE Seven right. is there. So, and, and for some reason, they have Mortal Kombat Ten instead of Eleven. Yeah, I mean because Bizarre. they have Persona Five and not the new the uh, the reject Persona Five. Uh, are called. they are they all going to be like are they all going to be like remastered like spy not no, remastered no, no, like no, 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 no. backward compatible and they're going to be available to play for all PS Plus members. I mean, just get the console, download the game, and play. It's but that means like, at least it'll be available at four K. Um, it's no, it's gonna emulate it, right? So it's gonna be backwards compatible. It might so be upscale. It could. Most of these games have a 4K mode, anyways, for for, for PS4. Pro. Like the new stuff, right? Like, but I don't know if like the See, older stuff, like Infamous Arkham Knight, Arkham Knight wouldn't have. Arkham it. never got a 4K mode. I know that for a yeah, fact yeah, as well. Yeah. So that's what. Right. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, like you get to play them pretty much how you. But got will there be any game. benefit playing them on your PS5 then, or will it just seem like playing it on your PS4? That's what. No, I I 
for guys who never had a PS4 and are buying a PS5 for the first time, for them, these are all new games. No, no. Like, I, yeah, games. I agree. I'm just saying, like, for me, I wanted to replay God of War since a while, right? I kept off the playthroughs thinking that I'll play it on my PS5, but will I get any added benefit is what I want to know visually. Uh, I think eventually they will. Like, you know how a lot of games got uh, Xbox Series, uh, Xbox One X upgrades, PS4 Pro upgrades. I think you will get that for like the big one. Like God of War, I think you you can count on it getting. Uh, maybe not all of them. Maybe not like Detroit Become Human may not, might not get. Because Bloodborne yeah, but, is got terrible frame rates, right? So at least it should be at lock 30 if nothing else. Or, but Bloodborne is not in that Bloodborne. list, right? It is. It is, it is. Oh, it, it is. is. Okay. It's a PS4 exclusive, dude. So is Last Guardian, which also had frame rate issues. Oh, dude, in the trailer itself, I saw the frame rate drop so many times. I was like, yeah. damn, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so like, this, you so get a lot of people, So, a lot of people were actually confused about whether this is actually like a, like a replacement for backward compatibility. But it's not. This is just like an added bonus. Like, if you are a PS Plus subscriber, you get this in addition to what you're already getting at the same price. So, this is not like, instead of backward compatibility, which is coming... Most games will work on PS5, so that's <coughs> so that kind of clear, clears a lot of the confusion has been there. Are they going beyond PS4 as well? No, they no, can't. They I, I don't think they can un- unless they do cloud cloud streaming because PS3 PS3 architecture was so fucking uh, right. Com- complex Every console before that, PS1, PS2, PS3, they were all very very different from each other. So yeah, there's no way they can. I also have another question, dude. Like going forward now with the PS Plus membership, you get two free games, right? Or one free game or whatever. So is that going to continue to give me now free PS5 games? I think eventually it will have to said start. That, I, think, I think you will because because eventually people like 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 they earlier used to have two two PS4 games, one PS3 game and one PS Vita right. game. So eventually they stopped the PS3 and Vita. And now so, so now you'll get maybe one one PS4 and two PS5 games eventually. But they will have, they have to move to PS5 eventually. You know what? For all you know... You're gonna get indie games in the start, like for PS5. Like here's your indie fix, and all like, and maybe a few months down the line they'll start. You know, I mean that's what they did with the PS4 as well. With PS4, I think they didn't start giving away free PS4 games till a couple of months after release, and then after that also the good AAA PS4 games started coming much later. The first one I think was Second Son, uh, Infamous Second Son, I think, as far as I remember. So yeah, right. I mean that that's yeah. the case. So it's it's okay. I mean like it's fair enough because a new console there's no like old game. I mean all the triple A games are gonna be like pretty hot at that time and not not that this is games pass, which is gonna give you all those games on day one, but yeah. So so actually so Jim Ryan had had a lot to say about that because he was asked point blank about Game Pass and his PS plus collection, like their attempt to do Games Pass. And he's one thing very clear, you said that you know we will never have one of our new games on on this kind of subscription service on day one because that doesn't make business sense to us. Like he actually came on and said that. <laughs> so, oh shit! <laughs> Shot fired, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he's like, the, 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 you know, for us, we spend millions, hundreds of millions of dollars making these games, putting it on a subscription on day one. This doesn't make sense to us, so we will never do that. Uh, so you can expect to pay seventy dollars for all the new PS Five games, and they won't just come on. PS Plus day one. Oh well, it is what it is. But I'm hoping that they keep adding new games to PS Plus collection for guys who are getting into PS Five for the like for the first time directly off. Like, dude, I actually kind of envy those guys because can you imagine you get a new console and you have like some of you never played on the PS Four and then you get like God of War and this and that and you're gonna be like fucking screaming, dude, for like yeah, the first one yeah. two months. Yeah. It's going to be amazing, covers bro. all the issues about so not getting AAA releases in, like, in the first couple of months. Yeah, initially. At least for those guys, it'll, it'll uh, help them through yeah. for sure. Yeah. So one of the controversies that kind of came out of this uh, showcase was about how some of the games that Sony previously announced as PS5 games are now also coming to PS4. Uh, cross-gen. And cross-gen. And we, a lot of people kind of bashed Xbox for that, that, you know, you're going to release the games across Xbox One as well as Xbox Series X and you're going to hold back those games because you have to make it for Xbox One as well. Like, we were talking about that as well on the podcast. Yeah. So now right. it turns out that Miles Morales as well as Horizon... What's it called? No. Horizon. Zero Dawn. No, the new so, one. Horizon so cool, 2. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Something. <laughs> okay, Horizon 2 also is going to come on PS4 as well as PS5. Uh, so these are cross-gen games, uh, and Sony is like, you know, oh, we have we have we have like so many hundreds of millions of 
people who have who own PS4s, we will support them for at least three, four years. Um, so that kind of uh, made people wonder that you know why didn't they come out and say that they will do cross gen? Because they were all they were all like you know what we want to make games for PS5 that 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 are made for that hardware. We don't want to do like you know. Uh, have the games games be watered down and not perform as they should on PS5 and that stuff like that, but now that these games are coming on PS4 as well, it's kind of kind of sounds like a dick move that they didn't say this. So before. you know what? I mean, they've been very smart about all of these uh, things. They've been waiting for Xbox to show its hand in just about every way before that. So every time Xbox made an announcement about it, even if PS was doing the exact same thing, they wouldn't outright go ahead and say it but they would wait for the fan reaction they would wait for all the like like what people have to say and what people expect from the thing from the consoles and everything otherwise and all and they gauge it and then they uh, give out their messaging accordingly so this was very very true this was in fact the most obvious with the price so even the backward compatibility is something that they're not really talking way too much about and they've been kind of flip-flopping on the idea about black backward compatibility support and even uh, support for uh, the current gen consoles i mean after the launch of ps5 but yeah i mean like it's always been there you know i mean like playstation 3 was supported for a while after uh, launch of ps4 ps2 was supported for so long man ps2 was almost supported throughout the ps3 life cycle almost throughout the- that's true but you know like one thing i posted on the forum also that I, I, I think in my mind this is the first time we've seen a playstation console launch title also launching on the previous gen console like I've, you've never seen a PS a PS4 launch title launch on PS3 as well, or a PS3 launch title launch on PS2 as well. This is the first time that's happening. Yeah. Uh, it could be because this is the first time that you have two consoles that are very similar in architecture, and it's possible to actually do it across both. Right. But right. it's still like uh, people, now people are wondering that will Miles Morales and Horizon not be as good on PS5 as you would have imagined. I mean, you've uh, seen the trailers, man. I mean, PS4. what more do you fucking want? <laughs> no, also, also, what I what, what I kind of figured is that, you know, like, Miles Morales is obviously built on an engine that was made for a PS4 game. It's an expansion to the Spider-Man right. game. And I'm sure Horizon, if it's coming out soon, must have been in the works for a long time, may have been intended as a PS4 game intentionally, yeah. uh, originally. So it may have made sense to continue having those games on PS4 as well, as well as then bump up the visuals or whatever else for PS5, like better load times and all of that for PS5. Uh, and again, they haven't said that, you know, Ratchet and Clank is going to come on PS4 as well, or Gran Turismo 7, or whatever else they've announced. Yeah. These games have not been announced as well for PS4. Maybe it's just these and, and no other ones. And but anyone... It is something that was odd that they didn't mention yeah. before this. Dude, I think Sony honestly didn't have a ground-up next-gen title for launch and they are now piggybacking on the PS4 games making them look like huh, they are also your PS5 launch titles and weirdly no one's giving them shit for that but everyone's shitting down Microsoft's throat it's like seems kind of unfair in that way that's true to me. That's yeah and, and all these but, like, like worries I, about like I mean, they're not going to be using PS5's maximum potential and all come on man it's like the first generation titles like the first year titles will always be the ugliest titles that the console will ever have, no matter how good it is, no matter how exclusive it is, or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, you see the launch titles for just about any generation, even Second Son for that matter. It, it just does not hold up compared to the kind of games we got to see in the last couple of years on PS4. Dude, you know, the sad part is, like, jokes apart, I think Microsoft has become, like, the bitch-eating cookies meme. Do you guys know that what? meme? <laughs> Okay, so it's like if you don't like someone or something, no matter what they do, you're going to fucking diss them, irrespective. So they've reached that point where now I think they've lost all respect with gamers or whatever. And now no matter what they do, they're going to get flagged for that. And Sony somehow has very smartly cemented themselves as the fucking homies of the gamers. So now no matter what they do, everyone's like... It's not all the complete case and all. I mean, I I spent a lot of time on Twitter and Reddit and all. And there are sections in which people do that. I mean, like, of course, Xbox bashing happens quite a bit. But... but but the thing is that there are a lot of sections in which there are like Xbox fans who are actually talking to each other pretty normally about this and giving their reasons why they like it. And shit. But dude, do you remember the hate? Okay, like I agree there was a lot not going right with Halo Infinite. But dude, the hate that game got was yeah. overblown. Craig has become a benchmark dude. And this is coming from someone... This is someone who actually this is coming from someone who was not excited. And then as I saw it, I'm like, dude, they've actually improved upon the formula to make it really more interesting for yeah. me personally. But then 
they just got fucking hated yeah, on, yeah. right? I mean, that's like, dude, I feel like a lot of these core gaming communities, they have their silos. And once they make up their mind, like we're going in this way, then no matter what happens, because I do feel what you said is exactly what I felt, dude. Like, Sony has been so <laughs> smart right now. Dude, Microsoft does it. They fuck up. They get the flag. Sony may just completely change That's the, the strategy. And Microsoft has been pretty good with its messaging initially. You know, like like end of last year and beginning of this year, they were saying everything right. They were saying stuff that would support gamers. They were saying things that would make gamers happy that like, we're going to support you. Like, even the current gen consoles will be supported. This will be done. That will be done. Halo Infinite is the next best thing. All that stuff. But, you know, and uh, Sony kept quiet all that while. And that is something that even we completely about it what the hell is sony doing why are they talking right. and now they you know they, they just been pretty much studying what microsoft has been saying gauging their reactions and like planning their messaging accordingly they've been like just getting out little leaks of information here and there through wired magazine through that uh, weird ass conference in which uh, that guy wanted pictures of your ears and everything <laughs> and so but you know another thing that Sony actually did very well is it went very hard right with now, the games. Yeah. And even though they were not all first party games, like today, look at you and Sam. You guys were like, yo, did you guys see that Cold War trailer? It's a fucking third party game. It's not yeah, even exactly. a first party game, right? But they somehow showed it there. Microsoft completely fucked up there. They should have taken some hot they they were showing renders, they were showing this. Even Stalker, if they had somehow managed to get something about that game or any other game, they would have at least turned some tides in their favor. Microsoft has dropped the yeah. ball with software. You know what? But I think sure. Microsoft is actually in trouble when it comes to 2021 releases because it seems like the slate is gonna be very, very empty for them. They have nothing thing really on the cards what do they even have to besides thing, halo, halo infinite is one of those games that's coming out otherwise the triple a uh, release schedule for them which is next year is, that's the thing that's what i'm saying 2021 yeah. 2021 seems very like bleak for microsoft when it comes to first party titles like is there even a new gears in the works right now i mean i'm sure it's in the works but it's I not been announced know. it's not been showcased i'm sure there'll be a forza game next year for sure no doubt about yeah it. but what we saw was so pretty early on you know so i mean like let's let's hope that they have something uh to showcase yeah. by the end of next year so yeah but you know this so, so here's the here's the ps5 first party launch lineup okay astro's playroom which is which is going to be pre-installed on the console yeah. it's like a mini right. game c- compilation sort of thing then demon souls which is like a remaster but it a remake but it's going to cater to the core it's a remake it's a core right. but, yeah but it's for the core audience then you have right, destruction right. all-stars i don't know who the audience for that is it's like a it's like a I've seen that game. Yeah. Like a sports like combat whatever kind of game. And then you have Miles Morales and you have Sackboy a big adventure, which is a family game sort of thing. Right. So this is the first party lineup. And then the, the, and the rest is gonna be all third party games that are gonna be PS4 games that are gonna get upgraded. Yeah, like COD and Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs and all Microsoft has Yakuza the... for three days <laughs> before it comes on everything else. If <laughs> you <laughs> If, if you actually remember last time also when we were doing the podcast, I said, even if I get a PS, I think I'm going to be playing the third party games first because none of the first party games now, except for Miles, really stand out to me. I'm not going to play any of yeah. those other games. Yeah, too. that's there. I mean, Miles yeah. is the thing that sold me on getting a PS5 man, right, right at the start. Yeah, it, it looks pretty dope. But like, like you know, like Sam had just yeah. like read out right now. Uh, other than that, there's nothing. Like I would have really assumed Horizon would have been there on day one or something like like a proper full-fledged game not like an eta expansion or something like no, but that. i you think know, you know like kind of- like ratchet and clank i think we might see horizon be a launch windowed uh, launch window release because that's also important right because see the thing is when you buy a new console like the novelty of it only will kind of make you stick to it for, for a yeah. month or a month and a half like you'll play like like the older games, you'll play some like PS4 upgrades, and and then you'll want something new. So I think by, by then the actual will come out, the glass, then maybe you'll have Horizon come out. I think Sony has the plan that's gonna they're gonna drip feed the new games, other than have, have have like five new games out at launch. Dude, by the way, this did happen to me with the PS4 because during this generation also there were months where I didn't yeah, touch my dude, PS4. Dude, I think we dude. bought it on the June of next year, the the year after it launched, the June of that year. We both bought it together and oh, whatever, dude, yeah. we were like sitting yeah, for months yeah. with nothing to play on it. I mean, after the kill zone. And and then after that, I bought the PS4 during God of War. So I played God of War. I fucking screamed. And then again, I was not playing anything on it till like it's honestly, I've given my PlayStation like a lot of use only in this last, I would say like a year, year yeah. and a half. Till then, nothing really appealed to me and everything was there on the PC. So I was like, fuck it, dude. 
shooters i'm not going to play yeah, on the and console mo- anyway. and also many of these games that are coming out for ps5 now may also end up on pc eventually because because again sony is very very gung ho about getting the games out about, on pc yes yeah. yes yes i mean i, I think hope the ports so- are better than horizon but yeah it's a good thing for pc gamers yeah for sure but can i just can i just take a minute out to be like what the fuck is going on with splinter cell bro <laughs> like what is even happening that motherfucking I mean, shit bro targeting you we are game that's what happening it's literally like you be so listening to they are listening and they're like you know what let's fuck with this bitch some more i'm like bro a fucking vr game dude come on dude Although the, like, the Mumbai studio like is going to work on on both of these, the... bro, I don't give a fuck. Mumbai studio should make a fucking proper Splinter Cell game. Why is he being trolled on? Whose fucking wife did Sam Fisher bang in Ubisoft, bro? Why is he getting so much fucking hate? What is even happening here, dude? It's fucking not fair, dude. dude now like, they're being shameless, dude. They're being shameless. And they're not doing this for anyone else. Sir Benchot, even Prince of Persia, whatever it is, he got his remake. But Sam Fisher is like fucking bhikari man. Like buggy this Benchot. Like fuck. it's a VR adventure though. <laughs> I mean, like, what the fuck are you gonna yeah. do as Sam Fisher in VR? I don't get it. Like you have a library of some of the best stealth games ever made, dude. And what do you do on it? Nothing. And you put Sam Fisher in a mobile game. They put him in a fucking mobile game. And dude. and in guest appearances, a lot of them. Just like whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what? Just to play devil's advocate, though, we'd be talking about PS5 launch window and stuff like that. I don't know, man. I mean, like the Xbox Series X. <laughs> I mean, like as big a joke or meme it has become, and this and that, dude. It is a very good console to have at launch, you know, because even during the lull moments, you always have Game Pass, and that Game Pass just gets you through with. So many great titles to play at just about any given point of time, man. So it's all dude, that, that that's kind of like, like the whole value of it goes away when you consider that even on PS Five you're gonna have so many of the games you already own on PS Four that's that's gonna be playable. So, yeah. I mean, I get I get that Game Pass is gonna give you games you probably haven't played already. But I mean, I don't think anyone is gonna buy either console for those things. Uh, like eventually, you're gonna want to know what is like unique to your platform and Game Pass. I guess for someone who, like people who, do, who do, don't want to buy games all the time or who don't want to buy games at all, it makes sense for them. But I think beyond that, you want something more. Than more than that, I think Microsoft definitely needs better marketing uh, team or something for their Xbox division because it's just crazy, man. For like sure. you, you've seen the difference, right? You saw that leaked uh, announcement for the Series S that they had. Oh man, oh, it was like oh, a, oh. like a three three vid- so long video funny. clips of just people talking. Where are the games? Yeah. Show the damn games. Microsoft has been fucking saying that the Xbox Series X is the best, is the most powerful console of next generation. Ooh, Show dude. the games running on it, man. Dude, did you guys see the Dirt Five video? No, I did not see that. No. Oh, dude, they showed Dirt Five play on a Series S. I'm telling you, it looks like a PS3 game. <laughs> it looks so bad. It looks so bad. You guys gotta watch that shit, dude. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. And the funny part is that is that they still haven't shown a game playing on uh, on on Series X yet, and they showed Series S, but they haven't showed Series X yet, which is so okay, bizarre. Okay, now sorry, here's again my question. Now I've been thinking about this, right, Gagan? You just said that okay, if there's nothing to play, I'll play something on my Games Pass. Now, if I know there's nothing to play as a gamer, and if I know I'm going to be playing my Game Pass only, then why do I even need to upgrade my console, right? Like. If I'm that kind of a gamer, I'll be happy with what I'm playing on my it's, one it's, or whatever. Look, like, at this right? point, when you have a Game Pass, honestly, like you look at uh, upgrading your console, like upgrading your graphics card. It's not going to like revolutionize your life, but it is going to make a lot of your games look a lot better. So yeah, you know, Game Pass does work on that anyway. And like, what is? I would say, dude, I would say if you're the kind of guy who's gonna act, who's gonna see you're not a kid, right? So if you're gonna spend half a lakh on a console. You know what you want. Chances are, you know what you want, and what you want are games and exclusives. So, again, I don't get this strategy. There obviously has to be some strategy behind this. But when you release a console, having half-assed like titles, not enough titles, indie shit, like which guy who loves playing indie games gonna be like, yeah, bro, let me buy a fucking 4K TV and a fucking console so I can play like indie games like maxed out. Like okay, who the fuck ever that, does that? That right? said, Fortnite looked pretty baller in the PS5 trailer. I'm gonna be so yeah, <laughs> That game is there in all the fucking announcements. It was there in the it's RTX any, announcement, it was there in the PS5 announcement, it's going to be on everything. AMD also had, a, had the graphic card thrown into the game and all yeah. that shit. 
and GTA 5. I mean, like, I was, everywhere. I was so happy yeah. looking at the grass in Fortnite and I was like, oh, real grass. <laughs> like a game changer for me. <laughs> Dude, but that's what I, you know, I was thinking about. They keep saying that we have so many indies. Like, why would a guy playing indies buy such a hard, buy such a... Because it's kind of, it, it kind of clashes with your whole ideology no, of having a indies. world's Dude, most powerful... It's, it's actually, Game Pass is a mix of everything. So, Game Pass has a lot, all the first-party titles, of course. Like, this month, it got uh, Resident Evil 7, which is definitely not an indie. It's a pretty uh, big title to have on that. It keeps, it keeps getting some great releases every now and then, man. I mean, like that uh, Tell Me Why, which is, again, not a game that we would play, but it's made by a Steve Studio. No, no. I, I do not deny this. All I'm saying is that if I've bought into the idea of a Games Pass, I don't I personally, I would not buy into the idea of a new console because I'm buying that new console that will blow my mind away with those graphics because it's such a powerful console. Not to buy a Resident Evil 7 that released some fucking two years ago. Sure, That's what I'm sure. saying. It's just that they don't have any new games to put on Game Pass at this point. Right, right. So, so and, and that is really crazy to me because like I think Sam or you only had said on one of the first podcasts that this is one of the first few next-gen launches obviously because of this fucking COVID where things like there's literally nothing other you've always had a kill zone or some fucking halo or a so, gears or some so cool fucking has, game to look uh, what, dirt 5 it has yakuza it has is uh, it an exclusive? exclusive it's gonna be on game pass uh there's, it's not exclusive uh, there's uh yakuza, exclusive. then there's uh what else i mean yeah these two games are definitely gonna be on game pass Dude, I will still say that even Killzone, the this one, the Shadowfall one was like a Chutia game, like it was fuck all. The the way Sony played with the hype for Killzone 2, bro, that shit broke my brain yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I feel that shit was the way they fucking sold that console to me. Dude, I was jonesing because I'm like, dude, this is next gen. Next gen has arrived. I'm not getting that vibe, honestly, with any of the stuff. I'm not I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just saying that they should have had that one title. That would have blown the fucking doors of everything. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I mean, like, I think with every console generation, the gap is going to get lower and lower and the differences are going to not be that significant, especially when you're watching it in a video and don't have the hardware supporting it. So, you know, maybe for all you know, if you would have seen the actual high refresh rate videos or whatever showcases they did and all that, maybe it would have been a completely different experience. But yeah, that that's the thing. You know, like the how PS3 to PS4 did not seem like that massive a jump initially, but by the end of the console generation, it was. It was more than that. But uh, I think the same thing will happen. Now we already have pro consoles. I think pretty much all of us have pro consoles. And from that, jumping on to something like PS5, which is pretty much going to be in its first generation of games, it's the, the jump is not going to look like that much at this point. Don't get me wrong. I am, I am, I am going to be picking up this console. I just feel like that even Ratchet, honestly, the physics yeah. were very impressive. Like, I, I was like, yo, okay, this is somewhat of the particle effects. The particle effects yeah, exactly. So, that, so, I'm not saying, see, now I know we've reached a point where literally, like, you know, this, like, I can't see any better in what it looked on a PS4, like a Last of Us or a Ghost of Tsushima to what I'm seeing on the PS5. I'm saying innovate maybe with gameplay, show me stuff that I don't think would have been possible on the PS4. Have that one hook for a guy, you know, for a guy. Like, I've already bought into it. I'm buying the console one way or another. I just feel like that hook would have made it even more exciting. Dude, I think you're going to wait for half a year more for that hook once they show off. Once they show off God of War. The new one. Yeah, you're gonna be screaming on that one hopefully as that god of war i'm sure they'll make a sequel to ghosts of tsushima i'm sure naughty dog will come up in fact they have yet to release the multiplayer version of last of us 2 which i'm pretty sure is going to come out on the ps5 and then they'll upscale the game yeah even ghost of tsushima well, will know. definitely get an upgrade man i'm really yeah, yeah, because they both, they both haven't been added to the PS Plus collection. So, I'm guessing right, they will right. be both. And, and, and PS5 and Ghost, in fact, in October, November, is getting a multiplayer mode. So, with that, I think it's definitely going to go on to the PS5 yeah, yeah. as well. Lots to look for. So, for those of those of you or those of us who are who are a bit bummed that Sony didn't touch upon some of the features or like or like backwards compatibility and things like that, uh, Jim Ryan did say that they're actually going to do another, maybe not a showcase, but some sort of uh, some sort of maybe a video, maybe a video series, or maybe it could be a show, showcase to talk about some of the usability features of the PS5, which he says are very cool. Uh, and in fact, he was saying that you know people who who are who may be on the fence about moving from PS4 to PS5, they might show some usability features that might them make them actually consider picking the PS5 up because there's some very cool features in there. Now, he didn't elaborate on that, but 
I mean, we can just speculate what it is. Like, like for me, like one, like, like two of the cool things that I'm looking forward to on the PS5 is one is like no, no load times. And secondly, there's they're going to add seamless game switching where you can switch from one game to the other, like you do oh. on your phone, for example. Yeah, I don't know how, whether it will be that seamless, but that's one so of the promises it, also. It, of these yeah, games. that's promised in both of the next gen consoles, and uh, it is also going to be even in the lower end consoles because of having a NVMe drive. So that is the thing that will enable you to easily switch from one game to the other because you can store those large amounts of uh, data of whatever uh, like safe state data, for example, on the, those drives at that point, And you can easily switch from one game to the other, just like switching an app. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. a game. No, and I wish also that these both these consoles, like I don't know what Xbox because I, I haven't had an Xbox One for a few years now, but I wish also that they have more third-party app support in these consoles, like uh, like Discord, for example, or uh, or you know, like I was like, just gonna say, dude, Discord needs to come to PlayStation, yeah. man. Yeah, it'll make it's things so much easier. Game. And streaming to Facebook, streaming to different platforms, exactly. Also, also making streaming more easily, more easier, more customizable, things like that. Yeah. So that's about all the time we have for this episode of the IVG podcast. Unfortunately, we ran way over time and we didn't have time to take all the questions that came in from Twitter and WhatsApp and now the IVG forums. Uh, But we hope we're going to make that a regular fixture going forward uh, in future episodes. Uh, And we hope you join us for the next one. We will again be talking a lot more next-gen stuff, I'm sure. Uh, So so make sure you tune in for that. And thanks, thanks again for listening and we'll see you guys around.